Hey guys, welcome to Bloody Podcast. I am your co-host, Maria Felix. Stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I have to fix that one. <laughs> and I'm here with Lori Roggenkamp. And our guest today is writer and stand-up comic, Jerry Hernandez. Jerry, how are you? Good, good. Thank you both for having me. I'm really excited to do coming. this. Thanks. Thank you for doing this. Our subject today is Anna Delvey. So um, this is a really recent case. Yes. And April of 2019 was her conviction. So, oh. yeah, um, she was convicted of uh, or found guilty of grand larceny, second degree larceny, theft of services and um, primarily targeted New York City's elite and socialites. And she's been referred to in the media as the fake heiress or the fake socialite. Ooh, I, I like her already. Like, yeah, she's targeting great. the rich. I'm, I'm yeah. already on her that's, side. That's what I said. Yeah. I, that's why I chose this one. <laughs> I, I'm so on her side. I, like, she's the best. Yeah, I think we should start a petition right now to get her free. I yeah. don't like. I don't like her simply because I feel like she. It wasn't. I don't think she was necessarily trying to like. It wasn't like she was a Robin Hood where she was like stealing from the rich to give to the poor. She was just trying to be one of them. So that's why I don't necessarily feel like I'm the same, but I do think it's hilarious, and we'll get to it le- later. the The amount of hurt that everybody had, <laughs> just simply being lied to, and it was like you could have just been like, "No, I'm not going to pay for that." Like, I, I, I yeah. feel like these. <laughs> yeah. I feel like someone in this case is going to be like, "I already got fooled by Ja Rule, and now her." Yes. Oh, oh I'm my so god! Mad. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and coming and coming from somebody who has paid for somebody else to go on a vacation oh my god <laughs> wow i think you talked about this last time, <laughs> this last time. yes uh, i forgot already. you know i i can kind of understand where, where some of them are coming from but at the same time looking back on it i can say i was a complete fucking idiot and uh you know many people said mostly some people in this room said don't do it like <laughs> this is a bad idea and i was like I over think it's and a, over again i think it's a good idea <laughs> over I don't, and over and over I don't again see and i was reason. also cheated out of a vacation <laughs> yeah I, I feel like if you're gonna pay for someone's vacation you should go or at least get some really cool souvenirs or something i mean i had a great time mostly because i was drunk most of the time oh okay but i still drunk on her sorrows i still uh, paid yeah. for somebody's <laughs> But I still paid for somebody and slept in the same bed with somebody who, when we got there, was like, "I don't want to, I don't want to date you." Uh, that, yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's there. very awkward. And like, then had to then pay for all of the meals. So, oh yeah, that's that's tough. So, that's do tough. you feel for the people in the story? I I do, but then also I feel like it was, uh, like I, I remember one time distinctly we were on we were on our flight back and she wanted peanut M and M's and I said if you have cash. <laughs> buy the peanut m&ms i was like i'm not paying for peanut m&ms and so i feel like <laughs> i'm not saying that was like a victory or anything <laughs> but the i was peanut m&ms versus the airline yeah. ticket, the hotel and the food and yeah the yeah yeah that's where i took a stand <laughs> <laughs> you gotta draw a line somewhere yeah, yeah, though yeah I mean. yeah yeah 
Uh, you know, I mean, it was like, whatever. I still, we still, I still bought dinner after we landed, but I mean, the peanut M&Ms was the thing that I was like, no. When you landed back in LA, you bought her dinner? Yes. Oh my God, you are. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. I know. So, so what I'm saying is, is that like, I feel like at some point there should have been a peanut M&Ms, but there was no, there was no like thing where they were like no you should pay like and it was also like stuff that like if i I, and i don't know if i would have been this way but i feel like the girl that i went to new orleans with she had been like you know what i don't like my outfit i want to get a new outfit i would have been like no you need to wear the clothes you brought (laughs) but the people here were like yeah sure i'll pay for a whole new outfit for you and so (laughs) yeah that's what they uh they say in well we'll get to it but what they what a lot of the people that were affected like were conned by her say is that oh well we just assumed she had money and just like it was never like big amounts like in their eyes it wasn't yeah, big yeah. amounts so they're just like we just like i guess i forgot but they don't really forget <laughs> no because they know this exact amounts <laughs> when, have, like, the when interviewed yeah they're yeah. just like oh it's whatever <laughs> it's yeah, like that one girl who was who was uh, she's like it was like approximately like None of two th- oh sorry well i was just gonna say she gave like a, a specific amount she was it was approximately like 775 dollars and 48 cents but it's not about the money but it's, it's not, not about, about the money, money. and i'm just ballparking and yeah. she was my friend but it was exactly that amount <laughs> and she hurt me <laughs> i feel like none of them have ever seen a bronx tale though because if they're that rich like is it worth 70 grand this let them leave i mean i i'm just hoping i say that as a as a aspiring grifter of rich people though yeah (laughs) i just want to be forgiven in the future (laughs) good okay so this is more of an atonement podcast yeah yeah, a future atonement i haven't done anything yet but but you're not apologizing you're just like just be cool yeah yeah just 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 accept it forgiveness is what i'm asking for so when i go out to beverly hills and stuff just please and stuff just please forgive me now (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> okay so you're gonna just gonna learn some tips then of what to do oh yeah okay, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm gonna i'm writing notes down tonight so this was a. I mean a- i did uh, yeah no <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I, yeah she took a lot of notes <laughs> i fi- and she already said she texted me last night she said I, you're paying for my next vacation <laughs> <laughs> No peanut M and M's though. No, so no, no, no. Don't get I, crazy I sta- ideas. I take a stand on that. Yeah. <laughs> so Anna Delvey was her was her name, right? Was her um her con name her her what grifting do you call, name? Her grifting name. <laughs> she was born to Anna Sorokin in January uh, of 1991. So right now she's 28 years old. She was born in. Domo de Dovo, Moscow, Russia. You know how vain I am that this whole story and the thing that makes me the saddest is that she's 28 and she was born in 1991. <laughs> That's the thing. That she's I'm still like, young. I, That's like the first I, thing I feel you like know. shit because I've never, I never grifted anyone at 28. She's like. almost 30. She was like 26 when she started wow. grifting and probably earlier. No. Yeah. 22. Yeah. yeah I feel I'm like just, a loser. Oh, yeah. It's like, what have I done with my life? Yeah. <laughs> I feel really bad now. Who have I grifted? You know, <laughs> she um, was one of two children. She had a little brother, or has a little brother. Her father, Vadim Sorokin, is a former truck driver, and he currently runs an HVAC business. 
in Germany. And one of the things that I will just say I'd like to point out and it's just that like a, a lot of the documentaries that I watched were like and her father was like a truck driver. And I was like, <laughs> why is that a bad yeah, thing? <laughs> oh, her father she wasn't even like her father wasn't even rich. He was just like a truck driver. Ugh. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't think all aren't all grifters from a, a humble background. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But why else would you want more money? Yeah, like. So. But it's like, why? What? Why yeah, would why they, they spit on? Well, they they try to make it look as like poor and shitty as possible. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. especially when it comes to the people that she grifted, because they're all like, um, like high executives and stuff. So they're yeah, just they, like, oh, look at this poor person. It's the daughter of a truck driver <laughs> uh, grifted us. Uh. Oh my god. Terrible. It's like <laughs> it would have been a, a restaurant owner. I would have been okay with yeah, it. Yeah, but, but a truck driver. Why couldn't he be a bank president or something like that? <laughs> it's like, well, I then he would fine. already have money. Yeah, <laughs> she would already have money. And his mother owned a small convenience store, and later was a housewife. Uh, later, Anna would claim that Delvey was her mother's maiden name, but to the state, like. The parents are like, we've never heard that name. We have no idea (laughs) where that name came from for her. For her, her parents are the best because they're like, yeah, we've been giving her money since this whole time, and we didn't know anything about it. (laughs) They were, they were like, con too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give your names? Not really. No. (laughs) By the way, yeah, Delvey is. uh, We don't know where that came from. No, no, no. Completely, it's a complete mystery. Yeah. In 2007, the family moved from Russia to Germany and when Anna was 16. She attended high school in Eichwiller, near the, near the German-Belgian-Dutch border, and was described by her classmates as a quiet girl who had a difficult time with the German language. Yeah, because the German language is tough. Yeah, it's very hard. I took two years of German in high school. and it's, What do you remember? Um, ich bin... Uh, Jerry and I, I can, am Jerry. Yeah, and I can count to ten. Okay, still count to ten. Why vier fünf sechs sieben acht neun zehn? Wait, Very what's nice. fünf? Fünf? I think it's five or something like <laughs> Wait, that. Wait, go just go eins, back. Eins, what do you mean? Drei, oh, that's vier, uh, Now I can't. Now I can't remember. No. <laughs> oh no, I broke. I now broke I forgot eins, all the German. Eins wie drei vier fünf sechs sieben acht neun zehn. There. If I'm wrong, sorry. But Which I, one was it? Uh, Foomf is four, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foomf. No, no, no. Veer is four. Foomf is five. Because nice. it's Foomf, sex, sieben. Sieben is seven. We'll okay. edit that so that you just give the right answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please take my German course, guys. <laughs> you had a master class? Yeah, I, I would have I actually gotten good grades in the German class, but I like fucked around a lot, and the teacher didn't like me, and he like docked me a ton of grades. But he also docked a future... Uh, a uh, field office uh, guy who he runs like the field office for a uh, congressman. So I don't feel that bad. Oh yeah, so he he prejudged us. <laughs> I had a, a Vietnamese French teacher who hated me <laughs> in college. Jeez. So it was already like really late in life. I was oh, trying wow. to learn yeah. French, and he did not like me, and he would yell at me because I would continuously roll my R's and not be able to do the. Guttural sound. <laughs> you're like, it's easy. I'm like, hmm. so I got I I withdrew from the and class. Can't you roll I your, gave up. <laughs> you can't roll your R's in French. You don't. Oh, you okay. normal. You don't do it as nearly as much. You have to like mute the R sometimes. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like a soft roll. 
Yeah, and I can't. I couldn't. That's, <laughs> I, you know, it's prejudice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave up and just took Spanish in college because I did That's exactly I what like, I did. I so you guys yeah, could like. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Took the, <laughs> I to took be the, like, I took yeah. the oh, test. This is easy. And skipped to Spanish four. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, guys. I, I didn't, no, I didn't even do that. I did the laziest Spanish. I did one, but I spoke Spanish already. And I remember like everyone being mad at me because I, like, I was just killed. Like I knew Spanish and they're like, you shouldn't be in this class. But fuck them. <laughs> oh, see, I, when I took Spanish, I was globbed onto the kid who could speak Spanish because <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna get it, so you're just gonna help me." You know, I, I like Anna Dolvi, and we just grifted my college. You grifted your college, <laughs> yeah, way out of college. <laughs> Did you pretend with the teacher to not speak Spanish? Oh um, no, no, oh, she okay. knew. There was like, a, there were, I wasn't even the only one. There, there was, was like no a group, doubt. There was a group of us that it spoke. was just like all Mexican kids and one kid, one yeah, kid from like yeah. Germany. Yeah, he's like I'm here to learn. Yeah, no, he was. Old. I was like, dude, you're dumb. Why didn't you go take German? Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to learn. I want to expand my mind. Yeah, no. I was just trying to get. out I'm of here there. for five years. <laughs> it was Santa Monica College. I was just trying to get out of there, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Santa Monica. SMC. <laughs> so after moving to Germany in 2007, she later moved to London after graduating high school to attend Central St. Martin's College as a fashion student. Ooh. She dropped out pretty quickly <laughs> and moved back to Germany where she picked up an internship at a PR firm and then later moved to Paris to become an intern for Purple, a French fashion art and culture magazine. This, is, um, this becomes pretty pinnacle in the rest of her story. Is that she this intern... This one internship she had at Purple. Like, <laughs> no one cares about the intern anywhere. No. But she fucking pulls it off. And I don't know what she said, but later on, the guys who work at Purple, at least two of them, like, hang out with her and take her to, like, parties and shit. That's Jeez. fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Well, because she was cute, too. Like, I feel like she, you know, she was, like, a attractive Russian woman a, yeah. a 20 something russian yeah uh, she's so it was like intern. yeah so of That's course her, yeah i wonder how much of her story is based on like who she's fucking because they don't really talk they never talk about that no they don't talk about yeah that yeah i've interned at places and it got me nowhere like they didn't even hire me like let yeah. alone let me like led to a career of grifting so i feel like i've been <laughs> robbed yeah, I I also well, you should have been a cute Russian girl. I I know. Yeah, no, I I say that every day. You had two I, tracks, dude, and I, you picked the wrong one. No, I did. I uh, an ugly dude who chose comedy. Like I just yeah. be fucking up. I uh I I hate to say it, but I feel like that's like some white people stuff because I remember when I had an internship, <laughs> all I talked about was how my internship. Oh, my internship so stressful, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I interned for K Rock, and I was like. Oh man, this internship boy—it's like having a job. <laughs> and for years down the line, I'd be like, you know, I used to intern for K Rock. Yeah, I, I interned there. <laughs> I never interned anywhere. Like I had to do really? shit the hard way. Yeah, I never I, got the internships. Um, my mom—I got a job working Knott's Berry Farm because I wanted to get paid. Because mm-hmm. like internships are just like basically you do shit work for no for no money. Well, I did internships <laughs> at comedy theaters. Yeah, that's you know, basically. Like and stuff. But it's you the get same that. you get something out of it. You get classes. Exactly. You don't get anything out of like intern. So like I, I was TA'd. Yeah, 
So I wanted to do, I wanted to get money, and my my mom was like, well, then you're just throwing your life away, because <laughs> I wanted to get a job, a regular job with money. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, she wanted you to continue? She wanted doing... me to continue doing internships. Whoa, and I was great. like, with what? For what reason? Like, what would I do? Like... <laughs> I need I want I need to pay for food, you know. You need experience. You need experience. You need to fi- figure out what you like. Go to a trade school. And I was like, what trade school? Like, like just, why would you do an internship and then trade? Yeah. What? Yeah, I was just like, what? You're the my parents' views of what comedy is is like vastly different than what it actually is. <laughs> to the point now where I'm just like, yeah, sure, all right, I'll just call Comedy Central. That's yeah. yes. Um, I actually left a voicemail. Like yeah, I'm waiting to hear back. <laughs> they put me on hold. Yeah, and, yeah. They, they said they'll get back to me. Um, but yeah, I was just I used to brag about until like eventually I found out that like basically anybody can get an internship and also <laughs> like it's like not a big it's not like a a glamorous thing like it's not like retired intern just basically means like you just are like <laughs> not getting shit on everything <laughs> like, they they didn't want to hire you but they were tired of just like shitting on you for free yeah so they're like we're gonna get rid of you yeah you're retired <laughs> did you mention retired intern because of her instagram profile oh yeah what yeah, yeah. so oh. her her profile i wish is still i was that smart for instagram and her um, bio has said for like a long time retired intern, <laughs> <laughs> which is like her. That's like a cute woman trying to be funny, and I guarantee you, like guys were just like, <laughs> "What? You're so funny!" Yeah, it, yeah. It was like retired intern beats Battlestar Galactica, whatever the office thing is, and and yeah. people were just like, "You're so witty!" Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know. are so witty. Beats bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I love adventure. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I like that. That struck a chord with you too. <laughs> I was wa- I was recently watched this reality show where somebody said, "I want I want spontaneity because I want somebody to take me to the next level relationship wise." And I was like, "That makes no goddamn sense." <laughs> I was like, "I want to be thrown out of a car." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while he like, tells me he loves what? it what like <laughs> i want to be shot out of a cannon so i can go to that next level like it doesn't make any uh, people's like sayings in life are just like oh my god in 2013 this is around the time when anna picked up the name anna delvey and allegedly moved to new york city i say allegedly because she's like in and out of new york city a lot throughout the timeline of 2013 through 2017 before she got caught like um she'll be spotted at like a party or an event you know like there's pictures of her online of her at like you know in 2014 she was at like the amex uber launch party but then you just don't you don't see her again for months it's like Bigfoot sightings they're like oh i think i saw her at this party yeah 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 where there's just a blurry image of her in the background. You're not quite sure. Right. So she would like show up at a party and then she would go away for a while and then she would show up in New York. Yeah. Well, she would. Like so the goal is for her to always be seen. Right. So uh-huh. she's always like um, that's what they'll say about her is that she was seen at all the best parties. So that's 2013. She's kind of in and out of New York. And this is also allegedly the time when um, she stayed at the Magnesis house. And the Magnesis house is the house that um, 
the fire festival dude billy oh, mcfarland yeah. had as the loft slash headquarters of Ooh. the magnesis black card <laughs> so the story goes and i see the story because it's page six which i admittedly don't read you know <laughs> now i'm probably gonna read because i just never had taken the time to until i read you know for this one i'm like this pl- this shit is page great. six is pretty good it's fucking yeah good. i gotta read yeah. it more it's, often yeah, but there's there's good. some good fucking stories um so uh, the story goes that she had convinced Billy McFarlane to let her stay there a couple of days. And then she ended up staying four months. Holy shit. And they couldn't get her out of there <laughs> is what other people who worked at the Magnesis house said that she was like, she had like Balenciaga bags everywhere. <laughs> and what's, she was, what's that? Balenciaga is just like a really expensive brand. Oh, okay. Um, and she would not leave until they actually moved to the townhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I like like that she grifted the dude from Fire Festival. That's fucking... It's fucking perfect. hilarious. Yeah. It's like he learned from her. He's like, wow, look at that. Yeah. Maybe I should do... I should do a festival. I'm just going to stay on this island for like a few days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing to imagine is him being like, could you imagine anybody more deceitful <laughs> that would lie and say, and then, okay, guys, let's get ready for this festival. It's going to happen. <laughs> like, we got it figured out. What's great about the both of them is that they both still to this day believe their story and they, they're not straying from like, no, no, I really wanted this thing to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like peas in a pod. All of them are. I mean, uh, uh, Billy, Billy from Fire Festival, this Anna, and then uh, what's her face from um, the Theranos lady, Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. They're all they all have this like attitude of like, well, we just tried to fake it till we made it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think we committed a crime. I just think we it just didn't happen fast enough for us. It's like, <laughs> you know, you committed many crimes. Yeah, <laughs> but again, they stealing from rich people. I mean, if you're gonna pick a target, like I, I admire, That's the best I admire them yeah, for just ripping too. off just dumbass rich people. It's hilarious. Yeah, it, I, I love them for it. Well, the problem is, I don't think that they. The problem with her is, I think it was that she, she not only stole from rich people, she stole from banks, and from hotels. Yeah, those are rich people. Those are the richest people. What are you talking about? Guys, I think banks are people. <laughs> I'm with the government. I think we should be they should be treated as people. <laughs> uh, I work at a cre- or I, I go to a credit union, which is I feel like a gay bank. Yeah. Um, and I think it should have the same rights as every other bank. <laughs> so during that time that she was staying at the Magnesis house, you can kind of profile where she was at because her Instagram is still up. So she's um, during those four months. You she was seen at the Miami Beach Soho house. She she went to this thing called Art Basel, which is like a art retrospective or like an art. I don't know if it's like a museum or something. I think and then it's that, like a big art festival because like yeah. now like all it all I ever see is like there's yachts and then rappers hang out there for Art Basel. Like that's the whole like week. Well, I the, think it's at the Miami Beach Soho house though. Is it Art Basel? Is yeah. That, oh, okay. And then around 2014, she meets Tommy Saleh, uh, who is the experiential marketing and brand director of New York Cult, a PR, branding, and production agency um, that is just the coolest. Like, if you look at their website, it's just, like, really vague. and just has, like, a little <laughs> list of clients. Oh they're all, God. like, big clients, but they're just, like, they're the coolest of the cool. 
Uh, the it's New York Colt. It's like a, the their ads are like a blank page, but then it'll be like a Coke ad, and you're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's something like, oh. like that. And I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It's N Y C U L T. I'm like, it might be N Y C Ult. Like, yeah, either. it's just a very fancy name. Yeah, it's I'm just like it's too cool for me. It's too cool for yeah, me. I looked yeah. at it. And I was like, Ugh. I looked up the picture of the guy. I was like, that guy is cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those dudes that wears like suits and um, hats, like baseball hats. Uh, with a suit, oh, you that's know? cool. See, that's he looks cool like a guy. late '90s rapper, essentially. Like <laughs> he's going for like the like puff daddy look and stuff. Yeah, like, a little bit, but yeah. like cooler suits. I don't know. <laughs> Not as shiny. That's the kind of look that like it's like it, you have to be a certain person. Like if I tried to wear a suit and a hat, people would just be like, "Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what's wrong today? What's wrong? Why are you? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you just forget to go to the hairstylist? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a look. <laughs> I'm being cool. <laughs> yeah, all the pictures I found of him were all in black and white. It was so weird. Oh, <laughs> my God. That is like a cool thing to do now. Th- that's an experience. It's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, cool people are weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's key that she meets her because then there's way more pictures of her and him online now, too. All in black and white? Like, no, I meant in, in <laughs> relation to the story. Because, like... He's at all the cool parties. She's at all the cool parties. Now they're seeing together. And that's kind of what she does is she kind of, there's like all these little random pictures of her with like cool people. Okay. Um, Then she kind of just spends most of 2014 partying. 2015, um, February through April, she starts staying at hotels like the Mercer. The Mercer is $496 a night. Pretty cheap, like yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's great. It's like that's, hotel six. Yeah, yeah, you know, I that's mean, the average, and that's just like so. Let's say it's $500 a night to stay at the Mercer. Oh my god, you get a triple A discount for sure. There, I don't think I, w- I could, I will ever reach enough money to where that wouldn't make me nauseous to pay that much yeah, money. It's for, crazy, yeah, <laughs> like a hotel whenever, room, yeah, anything I pay, like I had to pay 500 bucks to fix my brakes recently. <gasps> And like I cried, like I was very yeah. like I'm still not over it. Like I couldn't that's imagine. So much money. Yeah, five hundred bucks, and that's like something I use every day. Like I'll use those breaks for a while. But well, like, she just... stayed here every day. But one night per. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but five hundred fucking bucks a night—that's crazy. But you know what also helps with that was that she wasn't paying for it. Oh yeah, yeah. If, you, <laughs> if I could get a, like if some rich person wants to pay for me to stay at a nice hotel, if they hear this episode by all means, please just get in touch with me and pay for my hotel room. I'd be totally happy for that. Yeah. I'd yeah. be very I, grateful. Sometimes I feel like I'm like man, I wish I was like a little like not a little, I mean a lot more attractive cuz I'd be like I'd be okay with like a guy, old guy like just like flop it on top of me for like five minutes so i could spend the night like spend a month at a hotel like you want to be one of those uh sugar babies yeah sugar i'd be okay i I think i'd be okay with that i'd be like okay yeah why not who wouldn't i mean like i have to work a lot of hours just to make like i would five minutes like yeah like that's like i'll just you could kill like five minutes mentally really easily yeah so like i don't oh are you kidding me yeah so i i I go i go into zones all the time yeah so again if there's any rich dudes who want to pay for us like i'm down too because there's any rich dudes that want laurie and jerry as prostitutes yeah 
I'm please down. hit them up. Please, yes. they're yeah. down. Just let me know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally. I'm down too. What's I think the about matter it. Matter with both of you. <laughs> we could double team. Yeah. No. Yeah. You yeah, could yeah. double team the guy. Yeah. You know, depending on his flavor, <laughs> we have both very distinct looks. Yeah. So yeah, they, you know. I, yeah <laughs> they would what? i mean for the thousand dollars that they would spend like they could do worse like you guys better start would, thinking of minimum. your of your um nose what, what you're oh. not willing to do see i don't have already nose. getting into duo scenarios i don't have nose i just that, have price you gotta range. have nose i have price ranges that's all i have what about human centipeding you know what a billion dollars no Billion, somebody, I need to see the money in my bank account. No. Billion dollars, I'll eat somebody else's poop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, no. <laughs> I, I mean, what the things I'm willing to do are a lot more. There's a lot. Hey, you know, it's what? not just no. You have to be human centipeded. Like, oh, it's like not, sewn up and like stuff. You have to be. Yeah, yeah. No, be sewn up. okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But like, I, I thought you meant like just like the poop part of it. Then, uh, no, because that that t- then you have to like get unsewn and then you have to like. You know, suffer a lot suffer and then there's a lot of <laughs> therapy involved and so i five billion dollars i would say that five billion dollars <laughs> to be centipeded because then like that's that, reasonable that is that what you would ask yeah because then i could just get a really good doctor right yeah. like immediately that after. covers the therapy yeah i mean sure our friendship would be ruined yeah, yeah i feel like maybe we're starting to be friends and then all of a sudden we get centipeded together i don't think we would want to talk to oh each no other. we're splitting our yeah. we're going our separate ways we'll just like never talk about yeah. this again it'll be very much like one of you will kill yourselves maybe i mean i feel like it'll be the other person the third one because we still i mean there's still two of us and we haven't hey, been. you didn't you didn't <laughs> say which position i'll be in the front thing. no <laughs> i get a call you're it. not getting it easy <laughs> no. you're gonna be in the middle you're so mad about new orleans you know what let it go um no i what is your nose like what would you poop poop is definitely a no it's definitely what about just like poop on the chest like I one, poop on their chest or they poop on your chest they cannot poop they, okay what about you pooping on their chest what what about you pooping on their chest? Uh, I mean, it does it involve money or it's just yes, like it involves yeah. money. Oh, then yes, no, it's uh, not. It's not just to be a that. friend. That's fine. It's not a golden girls moment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Just poop on my chest real quick. Yeah, we're not asking you to be like generous yeah. or anything. Oh, okay. Good. You know what I could really go for? I've been really down right lately. Um, I could really use a friend, and I, I would just appreciate it if you would just, just really just like lay your vagina on my chest and just kind of like gush all your period blood up onto my chest that would really thank you so much that would be a great friend while i sing the song <laughs> thank you for being a friend <laughs> that's how every episode of golden girls ended the behind the show. scenes yeah, yeah. The oh yeah. yeah so in may of 2015 <laughs> anna meets michael Zufu Huang, founder of Beijing's M Woods Museum, and I proposed to him that they go to Venice. Am I, how am I? How do you say this? Venice Biennale. I should look at. I should sure. Look at. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Venice. Is it? Is I that apologize a, for my pronunciation. Is that a place? Yes. Is that a, okay? Is it? But I like, is it a city? Art, it's an art gallery in. Uh, in Venice. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the stuff that pisses me off. Is I feel like this is like rich people do such such boring things. Like they go, oh, let's go to an art museum. It's like no, let's like go to like 
I don't know, a bar well, and play arcades. The point is to go to Venice. It's like you say you're going to go to the Venice Benel. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's you make that's how like I don't know that's what rich people do they make it sound casual like oh let's go play tennis like in fucking Saint Bart's <laughs> so they have to like attach some menial task to it knowing that you're just gonna go on vacation like that's what you're doing with your money I don't know why you guys have to be like hey let's go to this ice cream shop in Luxembourg <laughs> they just want to sound modest <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be like a really modest thing in a very fancy location yeah let's go walking in Ibiza yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go thrifting, but in Monaco. Yeah, <laughs> I mean those are good finds. Yeah, yeah. dude. That, yeah, that. you're gonna find Grace Kelly shit all over. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, have you guys ever done that? Like this has been the curse of my life, where I'll see somebody with something that I like. I'll be like, oh, that's a really cool backpack. Where'd you get it? Morocco. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Great. Awesome. I'll just fly there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just thanks, dick. Lie to me. It does, <laughs> feel, it does feel good to do that to people. Though. Yeah, it does. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I found it at a store in San Francisco. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it was a Ross. <laughs> I got yeah, this. it was a Ross. <laughs> it was a Ross, but in France. <laughs> it was a Ross in France. <laughs> it was called Russe. <laughs> With a little accent. Yeah, a soft roll. <laughs> so she asks him to go to Venice. And then she also asked him to book the plane tickets and hotel on his credit card. Oh, According yeah. According to Michael, he's like, okay, I'll get whatever. you back. Yeah, exactly. She says, I'll get you back. He says, okay, whatever. Um, he also noted, though, that when they got there, he found it weird that she only paid for stuff in cash. She always paid cash everywhere she went. And she would tip cash to everybody. Yeah. And she started staying at the Howard um, Hotel or the 11 Howard, which comes up later, um, she would like tip every staff a hundred bucks. Dude, like, she Uber drivers. She pulled bucks. a ginger in casino and was just like tipping everyone yeah, off as she walked in. Yeah, that's exactly. fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, so she did actually give to the poor. Yeah, she took it. She knew that's just, true. You have to take care of the people. But I think that was also playing into the the scam because I think that's why people had their their shack you know they didn't have like that high thing when people would be like could you pay for this yeah, yeah. they were like well i just saw her saw her i dropped like a thousand dollars like two nights ago <laughs> that's totally so, part of the scam yeah. yeah and it's also part of it because um if you take care of the people who like run a hotel or whatever they'll take care of you yeah you know so and that comes up later i'm jumping ahead we'll get to it <laughs> But um, it's just a smart move to kind of like always make sure that you like pay you pay the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And so, just like customer service wise, like you get more uh, bees with honey than vinegar. Oh, you know? oh yeah, yeah. So anybody who's listening to this and being mean to customer service, it's not going to help you. Don't do that anyway. Like don't be a dick. Just be cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're already catching a lot of shit. So tip them well. Yeah. And, and if you tip them well, like in casino, they'll give you drugs. So it's oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In so casinos? I, yeah, I just, I know in the in the movie Casino, she's always tipping the valet guys. Yeah, they like sell her drugs. I just oh. wanted to make this a Scorsese thing. Oh, I thought you were saying that there were like casinos that you could go to where you give them five dollars and they give you cocaine. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. No, that'd be I'd great. be hanging no, out yeah. at casinos all yeah. the time. <laughs> That's a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Very magical. It's in Monaco. <laughs> 
So when they get back from Venice, she, of course, doesn't pay him back. Um, but he, <laughs> quote unquote, dismissed it as it was only two to three thousand dollars. Oh, uh, it's like kind of like when your friend is like, hey, can you get me a taco at the truck? And then they forget. And you're like, ah, it was, yeah. just, it was just two tacos. Like yeah. three bucks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just $3,000 worth of tacos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like also you have to keep in mind that these people have like. It is. It's like yeah. a dollar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's equivalent of just yeah. you not paying your friend back for some time. But again, yeah. he remembers how much it was. Yeah. <laughs> you remember though. You're like, I bought that guy two tacos last week. <laughs> he could get me back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever, has anybody ever owed you money and then they like, are like, I just got an Apple Watch. Oh, and you're yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> like, you still owe me $5. <laughs> like, where's I my. I call them out. I will straight up be like, oh, cool. You still owe me 50 bucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can I borrow it for 50 days? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a report that in December of 2015, Anna split up with her longtime boyfriend of two years. But when I ran across this report, I wondered, so she had a longtime boyfriend of two years, but she also went to Venice with Michael for like randomly. It's like they didn't just go there to skip like half yeah. of the museum scene. yeah yeah right. i don't think a rich guy is gonna spend like two th- two two three thousand dollars on a a hot 20 year old woman just to kind of like walk Hang around out. museums with her yeah, yeah. Exactly. pointed art he's like oh, we're uh, gonna get two beds but good night yeah <laughs> yeah sleeping yours i'll see you later <laughs> so supposedly she splits up with her boyfriend of two years who renames a name throughout all reports I think either a lot of people paid good money to like keep their names out of all the articles that are out around her, or they are fabricated stories that kind of like adding to the myth of <laughs> Anna Delvey. Yeah. Because they say that her boyfriend was a TED Talk futurist. Like he was featured in TED Talks as a futurist, and he had this whole like idea for an app. Oh, it's the total guy version of, oh, my girlfriend's a model in Canada. Yeah. She's just not here right now. Supposedly, they break up and he moves to the United uh, Emirates. Some people (laughs) think that. (laughs) And he now works at a Ross dress for less. (laughs) Some people think it was Paul Epping, who is some guy that's... uh, an entrepreneur, presenter, optimist, innovator, alumnus, singularity, uni, adventurist. Optimist? Go. That's like you oh, could be a professional optimist? I don't know. That's according to his Twitter profile. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, he looks scammable. He's one of those dudes that looks all right with a headset on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like one of those tech dudes that does like acid and is like, I came up with a new way Probably. to like order food. <laughs> Then it's 2016, and this is around the time that Anna really starts shaking things up in New York. <laughs> She's like taking the town. <laughs> this is when she officially moves to New York because you don't really see her outside of there now. Oh, shit. Um, she primarily stayed at the Howard, at the 11 Howard, which is like a really swanky hotel over in New York. It's super nice. And this is, um, is this in uh, Midtown or is it where, where is she staying? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I feel like I saw that it wasn't in Chelsea. All of it was like around Soho though. It's oh, okay. Soho. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cuz she she like talks about Soho house like it was like her <laughs> church. Oh god. 
I've never been interested at all in going to one of those social clubs. Like, I don't get, you just sit, that's just in the, another bar. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's, like a pri- it's like a private bar. You but, have to pay a lot of money to yeah, be I, a member yeah. of. But wh- why? Like, what What do you? Yeah, I, I think know. it's just like a, a status thing. It is a status thing. I, don't like, get, oh, I still I don't get it. I feel like house. even if I had that much money, I'd just be like, I'll just drink in my fancy house. It's like a fancy American Legion hall or something. But like, also, don't you get like perks too? You what get like perks? I don't know. I don't, I think you get like free, <laughs> like free drugs, free drugs. Um, I think you get like, uh, if you get that, I'm in child slaves. For one, um, no, I think you get like they have like a lot of art stuff. They have like restaurants, and so I think if you pay your membership, you can go and eat there for free, and then you just kind of like no, because they always talk about the bills too, at Soho like, House or at the because at, at like Soho. at those fancy places, you still have to pay your restaurant. You do but, well, then yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. You just get the privilege of knowing you're better than a poor person. Yeah, I honestly I think, think that's, that's it. it. It's like another country club, I guess. For sure, yeah. Uh, it's just for like millennial no country golfing. clubs. Um, yeah. I mean, they've been around forever. Ever since rich people have been around, there's been social clubs. It's yeah, crazy. but like this iteration is weird because it's more like it's just a straight club. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a nightclub like thing. Like it's not like so that's what Soho House is. Yeah, I, I think like I don't. I'm poor, so I, I <laughs> <laughs> again, once again, yeah, yeah we don't like, know. Yeah. And all the things that she did are super rich. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I like. I've gone to American Legion halls, but I've never gone to a Soho house. I'm, I'm too poor. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> I'm going to start grifting and I'll be there. Yeah, I so, can't find any like oh. benefits. <laughs> I'm just finding rules. Are you looking through the website? Rules? Yeah, but I'm just finding, I'm not finding, Constitution. The house is constituted to encourage non-political, social, and recreational activities. Don't talk about the fucking house, politics. The All house. right, I'm going to move on. Okay. <laughs> if I find any perks, I'll come back to you. No, pay attention. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. I should be paying attention. <laughs> All right, I'm focused. So Anna's house partying rules. it up, and she starts building up this web of lives around her. While at parties where she, you know, she just gets in because she is seen with the right people, like she's seen with this dude named Olivier Zahn, who is the editor-in-chief of Purple, the magazine that she interned at. And Andre Saraiva, an owner of Le Baron, which is a nightclub that is now closed down in New York. I don't know how long ago it closed, but it, <laughs> it couldn't have been that long ago. But all these like hot, yeah, night all these club, cool people, nighttime and... people. I don't know. Um, all these fancy boys. But and what this would is they what... do there? Like that's what I always wear. Is like, do they just drink and just yeah. like you hang out and drink? Just be seen. You see, like, yeah, seen? it's like being in the supreme line. The oh Lion of Supreme. So. Yeah, yeah. Like you probably just see like you see Kanye, but you know with drinks and yeah. And I'm I'm sure you see like everybody in New York like who's who. It's like, like the bar that you go to. It's like we go to the Broadwater. They go to yeah, yeah. Like, um, these fucking Lebaron or Lebaron. I don't know how to say it right. <laughs> I think it's Lebaron. I think I it's Lebaron. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's as cool as we think. It's probably like... I think like, it's Lebaron. Uh, Lebaron. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's probably like just like a bunch of dudes like Jared Kushner, like just hanging out like, in suits and drinking and telling you about like their crappy properties. Talking about Israel. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that, I mean, I'm sure it can't be... I, I would literally would not. I'd rather just drink like on a stoop somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I would literally rather like go to a park and drink next to homeless people. Yeah, like the pigeon lady from yeah. Home Alone or yeah. something. Yeah, then deal with people at this these p- bars and places. <laughs> well, people at these bars and places is where Anna Delby hung out, and she started pushing <laughs> the idea. <laughs> she started pushing the idea of her new um soho house type club which she called the anna delby foundation oh hell yeah she enlisted mark kremers a london creative director to help her with branding and this would actually become part of her defense later on in court she never lets the idea of this art del uh anna delby foundation go she's like no this is what it was for (laughs) yeah um and i think it's because she realizes that there's like a tide changing where it's like people are like, so like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, cause she like is coming in and out and now she's kind of staying in New York permanently. And there's like a thing where it's like, we don't see you that much. Like, what are you like? So what, what's your thing? And she's like, uh, I'm doing this Anna Delvey foundation. If she could have just made it like another year or two and just like once influencer caught on and she could just been like, I'm an influencer. And well, she was like, not oh. well on her way. She, she yeah. was just too much money. If she would have started small, smaller potatoes. But I feel like if they would have had the term influencer, like five years ago, she could have been using that and people would have been like, oh, that's cool, dude. You're just an influencer. Like well, that makes sense. 20 16 so they're there already the influencers yeah. maybe they just weren't what what did how did you fuck up like you'll see <laughs> she, <laughs> i'm sad for her now yeah, yeah. she's so sympathetic i know <laughs> she really is the robin hood of our town <laughs> so anna delby would often claim at parties and all these gatherings that she was royalty she was saying, <laughs> so if you're wondering how she fucked up, and she would once in a while, she would say she was royalty from Cologne, Germany. Other times she would just say she was from Cologne, Germany. But people said her accent wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, people were saying that about her since she was in school. Or she and couldn't do a good she German do, accent. She couldn't do a good German <laughs> accent. She probably sounded super Russian. Uh, <laughs> Which just shows the cockiness is that you pick the one thing you're not good yeah. at and then you do it and you're like, eventually I'll get good at it. Yeah. I mean, she could have just said, I'm like, like I'm, I'm like one, I was like the, 80th cousin of the czar or something like, yeah people would have been like oh fine or just sense. say you're russian royalty i mean yeah. you have the accent yeah like just why do that russian royalty i spent some time in germany it yeah sounds gl- it sounds way more glamorous but i mean this is what anna chose to do yeah, yeah. this is what <laughs> this <sighs> is what she chose to say to certain people <laughs> um and then she would follow that up with like different stories about how she had money once in a while, she would say that her dad was a Russian oil tycoon. Another time, it was that he was a diplomat to Russia, or a German diplomat sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a Russian... Um, she would go back and forth. She would go back and forth. Different people, she would tell different stories. Um, she would say that her parents worked in solar energy. She claimed to be a German heiress with a trust fund of 60 million euros. And that's how she... Um, that Vanity Fair thing, yeah. or, I don't know if you saw that do- that like quick documentary. One of the things they said was like, basically it was like whenever people started questioning the lie, she would go, well, actually, I didn't want to say it because like I don't want people to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> so she would be like, "I'm uh, my dad is a Russian oil tycoon. And people would be like, oh, well, like, 
you know, tell me more. She's like, well, I don't really want to say what he actually does. I'm actually uh, German royalty. Kind of start like, so she would like. Snowballing the lies. What's that movie, The Princess Diaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where her head lives. It's just, and she is Anne Hathaway. She is, yeah. That, oh, I love that movie, but that place is so has got so many weird the accents of that country that Geneva? she's yeah Geneva is just like all over the place yeah and then I feel like she could have just gone the route of that dude who's married to Zsa Zsa Gabor and just that prince dude and like yeah. nobody ever knows what country he was from he like, could totally just like I guarantee you he's gonna one day just like walk out of his house and be like hey guys yeah just like yeah and like you've been a- American this whole time <laughs> uh but yeah so she just like kept like making up stuff and was like constantly talking about and then she but she would like always like bring people in and i think there's like a thing with especially with this group is that like everybody's sort of like a little surface level like most of the time so like when you kind of like open up it's when like somebody, that all the time with them yeah yeah so when somebody like opens up to you you're kind of like oh well they like really trust me <laughs> and like they like me and so it's almost like it brings in a connection so she knew how to like work these people because they were just like you know they weren't like connections weren't their thing yeah it was well, that's what Tom, the guy tommy Sallet, he's quoted later as saying um you know everyone's your best friend yeah. like you see them and they, everyone's your best friend at these parties kind of thing which is kind of like most people act like you know like oh my god it's so good to see you yeah it yeah, sounds yeah. exactly like party monster yeah like, yeah, yeah. Very, i mean like what's up with the new york party scene where it's just like that crazy like everyone feels like their family what they have good drugs i think yeah they have good drugs it's all about money oh i i wanted to say uh that most of the information that i got for today's podcast um episode is from the new york magazine article about anna delvey they did like a really good that's a really good in-depth story about her um so most of the info comes from there so kudos to that and you guys should read it uh, we'll put the link up somewhere, anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, though, that my, my favorite one of the comments in that article <laughs> of the guy, uh, of these people that were like, that would tell uh, tell the um, interviewer the different stories is one millionaire tech CEO said, as far as I knew, her family was the Delvey family that is big in antiques in Germany. And then <laughs> and the the writer is like, it's still not known which family he's talking about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that name doesn't exist. <laughs> oh I like my that God. he's still convinced and that like he's like he's like, No, I've bought stuff from them. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what he's saying. Like this is an original Delvey. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this history teacher in college who was like, she just I don't know what it was, she was just nervous or something. But like you could get her to talk about anything and it was like quickly understood that she didn't really have a great grasp of history. <laughs> and so like so I'd be like she would talk about like World War Two and I'd be like, And it, is it true that like the Russians like built the nuclear bomb and she's like yeah and like not a lot of people talk about it but like <laughs> she would just go off and you'd be like oh man like it I started it was like funny at first but then you started feeling bad because you were like oh you're doing you're not doing a good job <laughs> yeah at least lie in a little more convincing fashion. <laughs> yeah yeah or just say no yeah <laughs> 
at least like if if they were good they would just yell at you and be like shut up don't ask me these yeah questions. let's not but, talk about this right now yeah. <laughs> which is what i say like nine times a day at school when a student asks me something i go let's not talk about this right now because <laughs> usually that means i don't know the answer <laughs> So starting around February 2016, um, she started holding more parties. And she said that they were fundraisers for her Anadelby Foundation idea. <laughs> and there were a lot of people seen at these parties, like Macaulay Culkin from Party Monster. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that dude loves to party. I just love how there was this one person at the, in the documentaries. I was like, and Macaulay Culkin was there. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> He just loves to party. Like, oh, I yeah. Think, I think that he's like Andy Dick, but not as creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he he's, might be heading to Andy Dick creepy level. Uh, Maybe. Oh, I hope not. I hope uh, not. He seems pretty chill. He, he just, does. He Didn't he have that like whole, that band that where he did like like songs are just about how much he loves pizza? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the article, um, they say that Martin Schilke was there, that farmer bro dude. Oh, gosh. Oh, Screlly? Martin Screlly? Was it Martin Screlly? The dude, the pharmacy guy? The, yeah, the guy yeah. who, like, upped. Yeah, yeah, that, the jerk, the... Ugh. It upped it, yeah, he upped That guy has, like, resting smug face. Yeah, that guy's like, an asshole, no, for sure. I just, I am so surprised that he just is, like, he just has a face that, like, I, I honestly feel like I feel worried because i was like that's a face that people like to punch <laughs> like that's a yeah. face that if i saw him i'd be like what what are you gonna say about it buddy like yeah, I, yeah. just not out of the blue <laughs> you want to like, punch him yeah like, he deserves it like, <laughs> like not knowing anything about him i'd be like i want to fucking punch yeah. him. <laughs> but then you'd punch him and people would be like you were right to do that yeah good job <laughs> thank you he was quoted as saying that he felt like a computer geek next to her like he knew people but she knew so many people and was so casual around so many people that he felt like <laughs> um, he wrote from prison to the cut for that. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that just makes me laugh really hard. So at these parties, she would describe what she wanted the ADF to be, and she would describe it as a dynamic visual art center with a rota rotating array of pop-up shops curated by artist Daniel Arsham, whom she knew from her purple days, and exhibitions and installations from blue-chip artists like Urs Fisher, Damien Hirst, Jeff Koons, and Tracy Emin. For the inaugural event, Anna told people the artist Christo was going to wrap the building. I don't know who any of those people are. The only one I had time to look up was Christo. His art's pretty dope. Because, like, he wraps, like, islands in fabric and shit. It's crazy. I know that dude Coons, because Lady Gaga mentioned him in one of her songs. <laughs> I'm oh, sure. Yeah. That's I'm the sure. only reason. I'm sure pause? if I call yeah. Star right now, she know who all these people are. Because she's <laughs> like, I should have, sorry, I should have read this, but she's... She's super into art, but yeah, the I don't even know what blue chip artist means, but I have no class. Like if it's not like Tilda Swinton standing like in the middle of a room, like so you could stare at her. I, is it really art, modern art these days? <laughs> exactly. I so love that. That oh. is the best. <laughs> yeah. Like I like that. If she would have brought her, I would have been like, dude, she is a yeah, legit. Yeah, I will art. pay all the money. To yeah, see her. yeah, yeah. She also wanted to include three restaurants, a juice bar, and a German bakery. <laughs> so an overall estimates for that place 
cost around 50 million 25 million that she would need invested and another 25 million just for the actual like building holy shit Jesus. so 50 That's million dollars expensive pastries yeah right. <laughs> Yes, yeah, Cra- were they crafted in Germany? Was Christo gonna wrap the pastries too? Yeah. <laughs> and that, would that even make it worth it? Yeah. Just like wraps it. Ta da! Now I You're can't even like, eat it. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah, thanks. what I can't. Thanks, I can't Christo. Eat it. <laughs> he like, he like signs it and punctures it. Yeah. Don't, that's worth five billion dollars. Yeah, but I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to dip this in my coffee, man. Yeah, like, now I can't. <laughs> so to people at these parties, she would have claimed to have secured forty-five thousand square foot place that was the church missions house, which is a historic building on Park Avenue and Twenty Second in New York. So she said that she was going to occupy six floors of it with her <laughs> ADF. Jesus. Also, she, I just found out that blue chip refers to auction houses. So these are artists that have been sold at auction houses. So these are like well-known, yeah, top-notch artists. Oh, wow. That's a fancy way of saying What's a blue chip? Is that what you hold up at I the auction? I guess that's once you hold Yeah, <laughs> what you hold up. <laughs> Clever. Clever, rich people. Clever. <laughs> yeah. It's such a dumb thing. Why not just say top artists? Like, it's such a... Why do you have to go so weird? It, it's the fancy way of saying it. It's the fancy way of saying it. The New York Magazine is fancy. <laughs> and the, all these people are fancy. This she, is the one thing that makes me angry. All the fanciness of it? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the blue chip thing? All the blue chip thing. <laughs> Just say top artists. Anyway, sorry. She employed architect Ron Castellano to design the space, too. She met with big, like, bigwig names that I don't know. Like Andre Balas, Richie Notar, who was one of the founders of Nobu. And um, it should be noted that the location she was talking about was owned by the same guy, Ari Rosen, who also owned the 11 Howard, where she stayed most of the time. <laughs> so she wasn't paying him, but then was telling him that she was going to build this th- whole thing and that she wanted hi- to use his building. Yeah. So it's basically what we were saying of like, hey, I owe you $50, but I bought an Apple Watch. Yeah. But on a <laughs> bigger scale. No, like, no, you. hey, I owe you $10,000, <laughs> but I'm also going to use your building for an art thing that, yeah. I'm, <laughs> that I got money for. It's like, thanks for spotting me for this talk. Can I also get a burrito now? Yeah, I, I, I bought a burrito truck. <laughs> um. This is also ironic. Now that you bring that up, that's around the time when the Howard starts calling her out on her stuff because the whole time she's been staying there, she's been you know handing off hundred dollar bills to the staff and hanging out with the concierge a lot. Like her and the concierge are like best friends, <laughs> and they go out together and all this stuff. But she owes a thirty thousand dollar bill to the hotel. Holy shit! Yeah, um, that's crazy. And the 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 whole time she had just told him that. There would be a wire transfer that would happen <laughs> at some point, and they're just like, "Oh, okay," and she just convinced them. I've never even been able to convince a hotel to like give me a refund, a yeah, full for refund. Real? Like yeah. that—that's such a cool rich person move. Like they would have just been like, "No, get out of here!" Like to me, like, yeah, there's no way. There's like, no way. <laughs> yeah, my <clears throat> my uh, we had a hotel, and I I forgot the emergency, but I think it was like my girlfriend's like like grandfather was in the hospital and we it was like one of those non-refundable things yeah and we called them and they were like no absolutely not we're not gonna refund it i was like no like it's like a family issue no i was like we don't even want to like get like 
we don't even want to cancel. We just would like maybe like to push it down the line. Is that possible? No. <laughs> they, there's yeah. no excuse. Like, but yeah, this bitch. <laughs> I, I guess like, it's the like the bolder you go, the like I guess if you owe them thirty grand at that point, they're like, well, we gotta believe you. I mean, you're already in the hole so much. Like, but also, it's like what what hotel? Like I every every place I've been to that I've stayed at, no matter if it's like a little bit more expensive or a motel, like a $99 motel. All of them are like immediately like we need a credit yeah, card on file yeah. for incidentals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, did they just see me coming? Like yeah. what's the reason? They're like, she's definitely going to get poop somewhere. Yeah. You might uh, skip town on it. <laughs> yeah. So we need to make sure that she has, we get her credit card number. But for her, it's like she, you know, she doesn't have a credit card on file. And she's also like, uh, uh, several times, is like, oh, <laughs> wire transfer's coming. Okay, I'm yeah. going to go back to my day. <laughs> well, that's taken care of. Phew. <laughs> I was worried this was going to be a confrontation. She probably just tipped off the people like that would like bother her early on. So they're like, oh, she just tipped us. I'm, I'm, oh, that's but, true. Like, that's what I, I mean. I, I feel like that's what she was doing. So probably like upper management was like, are you guys taking care of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like, she, yeah, she tipped him a couple hundred bucks. And then they're like, yeah, we're not going to fuck this up. Like, yeah. If she stiffs you guys. Who cares? We're making they don't way more money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hero. True. She's a hero. She's so she, the hotel staff tells or the hotel manager tells the concierge, Neff, that she has to be the one to talk to Anne about it because <laughs> they've been hanging out this whole time. <laughs> And so she's like, hey, you like owe the hotel like $30,000 and they're going to oh my God, kick what? you out. Yeah, it's exactly what happens. She's like, oh, my God, what? The wire transfer is coming. I swear to God. And then she leaves on uh, she leaves to Nebraska. This is why she leaves. She kind of like skips out for a little bit. <laughs> she convinces. <laughs> oh, that's why she leaves. It's a lateral move. I had I had seen something that she flew a private jet to Nebraska, and I literally just put in caps. Why? Yeah. <laughs> she leaves because there's like a conference that happens there um, for the Berkshire Hathaway's annual investment conference, mm. and she's decided to take that dude Martin Shkreli with her. Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> oh my god! Did she have sex with Martin Shkreli? Damn it. Definitely. No. Oh, she finds like him her. fun. Like, fuck. She finds oh. him fun, she says. Ah, god damn it. That's the worst. Blue chips in this. That's <laughs> that's the things that I'm like, these people are yeah. the worst. Oh god. <laughs> this is taint. She uh, yeah, she yeah, deserves she to be in jail now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. He's uh. still in love with her. Uh, that's probably uh, uh, that's probably right. You wrote know he wrote a rap song. Him and uh Billy McFarlane. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, could you, could you believe that anybody would be as deceitful <laughs> <laughs> from prison? Like, this is when she rents a private jet that's worth over thirty-five thousand dollars, right? The trip itself. Yes. Yeah. Um, Again, no credit card needed or anything like that. No, yeah. she's like wire transfers coming. Oh, so just many drops people. A name. What, just, these companies are so dumb. You can't even rent a car without a credit card. I right? know, mm -hmm. but see, that's the thing that like pisses me off. It's like, with you know, rich people just like you can't you can scam the crap out of rich people yeah. if you look a certain way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just like oh, wire transfers coming. All right, here's here's the keys to the jet. <laughs> so a couple of days later, when she um is in Nebraska, Nebraska. <laughs> Sorry, I, I wanted to be called that. <laughs> Welcome to Nebraska. Hey, Nebraska. 
She actually does get the money over to the hotel. Although hotel receives a wire transfer for thirty thousand um, dollars. Isn't that how much was owed? Yeah. Oh, okay. they do. They get the money from her. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah. But um, she that was part of another con. She Ponzi, oh, Ponzi schemed them. I yeah. thought you were going to tell me that was the end of the story. Uh, that she paid her debts. <laughs> she's, uh, everybody she, loves her again. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt March Screlly are going to have a fall wedding. <laughs> Prison wedding. But what she did is that during the same time, she was telling people that were helping her out with the ADF that she was tired of trying to deal with private investors. Because she felt like whoever she met with, because she met with a lot of people at this point, were just telling her to do it a certain way and weren't listening to her because they didn't believe in her because she was a 25-year-old girl that didn't know what she wanted. That's what she thought they thought of. Oh, okay. Um, So she had a friend put her in touch with Jordan, uh, with Joe Cohen, who is best known as the prosecutor for Jordan Belfort, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wall Street. Street. Oh, so Cohen worked at Gibson Dunn, a large firm known for its real estate practice. He put her in touch with Andy Lance, a partner who happened to have the exact same kind of expertise that Anna was looking for. Oh, shit. Damn. I wonder if that's how he said it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know just what you're looking for. Also, I'm on a shit ton of quaaludes. <laughs> I still have some. Yeah. Somehow. Still got some. <laughs> vintage ones. Stored in my molars. Yeah. <laughs> your molars. <laughs> <laughs> um so lance had uh delvey file the new client intake form which included um a clause that would uh have her sign over her assets oh, in shit. case she couldn't pay as to not embarrass the firm oh, fuck. oh. <laughs> So then <laughs> her she, yeah, so of course she signed. And then Lance starts putting her in touch with investors. He starts with City National Bank and the Fortress Investment Group. And this is kind of where she starts getting some money to start paying off the hotel and all that. Nice. So she got loans from this They investment? started trying to get loans specifically for the ADF. Uh, here's the email that he writes to, <laughs> to City National. Our client, Anna Delvey, is undertaking a very exciting redevelopment of the 281 Park Avenue South, backed by a marquee team for this type of venue and space, in which he explained that her personal assets, which are quite substantial, are located outside the U.S., (laughs) some of them in trust with UBS um, outside of the U.S. The money she received, he added, would be fully secured by a letter of credit from the Swiss bank. Ah, the the most trustworthy of banks in Europe. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Everything trustworthy comes from a Swiss bank. Yeah, that's what the UBS is. It's a Swiss multinational investment bank and financial services company founded and based in Switzerland. So that's where all of Anna's money is, according to Anna in (laughs) Lance. She's good for it. She's good for it. Yeah, she's good for it. (laughs) That's exactly what they're saying. That's the money equivalent of saying, I have a hot girlfriend. I have a girlfriend who's a model in Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all of my money is in a Swiss bank account. (laughs) So when a banker at the City National Bank asked to see the statements from that Swiss National Bank, UBS, he received a list of figures. So he received a list of money (laughs) from a man named Peter W. Hennecke. Uh, and he said in that email, please use these for your projections for now. Hennicky wrote, 
I'll send the physical statements on Monday. <laughs> and then when the banker wrote back and asked, wait, are you from UBS? Because you have an AOL address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to start thinking. I think his email address was kanikihanicki at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I was P.P. Hanicki. Hanicki <laughs> Hickey at AOL.com. Hanicki Hickey 69 at AOL.com. <laughs> the AOL account is was a dead giveaway and he still went for it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, my yeah. God. And I like that he just sent numbers. Like, it was just an email with, like, here's some numbers and these are the figures like that's fucking great that's hilarious <laughs> so anna writes back and says peter is a head of my family office that's oh, shit. how she excuses oh the non <laughs> the aol UBI. yeah the aol <laughs> but that doesn't even make sense because it's like even if he's the head of the office you think you have a professional email he would he would <laughs> it's not oh he's a family friend <laughs> he's he's he runs my family's multi-million multi-billion <laughs> <laughs> corporate our whole all of our money because we're german heiresses he runs that but he has an aol account <laughs> i bet oh he had a God. weird avatar too you know it was like him and his like pet or something like yes like not professional at all like yeah him at the gym my gmail avatar that i have that i keep meaning to change because now that i'm like becoming a like a uh teacher it's like it's me but really close up so it's like part of my eyes squinting and i'm like looking really weird and so people are like is that you and i'm like yes <laughs> it is me i just can't figure out how to change it yet and so i guarantee you it's probably like his nose like one long hair sticking out it's just, yeah it's a really inappropriate yeah for a bank uh, for yeah. the head of a bank photo yeah <laughs> or it's like a trash can but it's on his crotch and he looks like he's fucking the trash yeah. can <laughs> <It's> like, what <laughs> <laughs> you know usual stuff yeah. so continuing on with this con she submits documents <laughs> claiming that she has 60 million euros in those Swiss bank accounts <laughs> um, oh my god she submits those so that she can try to secure a 22 million dollar loan that she claims is for the ADF from City National Bank. City National doesn't give her the twenty-two million dollar loan, but they do give her a hundred thousand line, a hundred thousand dollar line worth of credit. Damn. Then she wires this to the other bank, Fortress, in order to cover a hundred dollar, a hundred thousand dollar due diligence fee. But when they want to send reps to the Swiss bank in real life. <laughs> To make sure those funds exist, she freaks out. She withdraws the application and the rest of the money, which is $55,000, to a city bank that's different from City National <laughs> that she used for personal expenses, which is what is basically it was her shopping account. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, one of her many shopping because <laughs> they're all her shopping accounts. Does it ever become suspicious to these people that she claims she has $60 million in a Swiss bank account yet needs... 22 million dollar loan to start well, a that's, company that's what the lawyer was for supposedly her money is tied up in a trust fund in a swiss bank account oh overseas. it's a trust fund okay so well that's one of the stories it's either a trust fund or a swiss bank account depending on who she was talking to oh uh, okay <laughs> and so i guess i'm assuming that when you have a lot of money overseas you can't just grab it here Oh. And so that you need some kind of collateral to show that um, 
you have funds somewhere else. You actually have you're, it. You actually have money. But like, so she just got away with an, a lawyer writing an email for her saying that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah she's good for yeah, it. Yeah, she's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, uh, the email was just all, yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch yeah, of emo- yeah, yeah. a string of emojis. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just a thumbs up at yeah. the end. <laughs> thumbs up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so was this kind of like the beginning of the end when she did this 22 million dollar loan what's that was this kind of like the beginning of the end when she did this 22 million dollar loan kind of the beginning of the end because she starts owing she's by this point she owes money to a lot of different people not just organizations or hotels but to actual people so everybody starts questioning her yeah one instance where she um decides that she's going to take an eight day trip to morocco (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) yeah this is my favorite part (laughs) this is where i was like yes (laughs) this is where what i was talking about in uh when we first started where i was like yes this is this is how i feel (laughs) big mood it was one of the times that the howard had locked up our hard belongings like the Howard Hotel had locked up a army and she was like, well, fuck it, I'm going to go to Morocco. And she rented out a $7,000 a night villa. Fuck. <laughs> um, she, she, at, she took her personal trainer, the, um, the editor, uh, the photo editor from Vanity Fair. <laughs> and she tried to take the concierge but the concierge is like, I can't quit my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that vacation sounds awesome, but yeah. I can't go. Um, so they go over there. She stays at the, let me find what it was called. And they also take a, uh, I don't know if the guy meets him there or if he goes with them, but there's also, they also a have videographer. A, a videographer, Jesse Hawk, who, because she wants to do a documentary for like her setting up the <laughs> ADF. But it's like, it's not clear. Is it clear what what the trip to Morocco has to do with ADF? No. Okay. So it's just like, she claims it's under the guise of like, I want us. I want us to show how we get, how we created this foundation. But then it's just her and a swimming pool. She needs a cool B roll for the. <laughs> yes, you know, like, yeah. You only get it in Morocco. Yeah, exactly. I get it. I mean, that makes that's sense. the fire festival strategy. Yeah, I mean, he so, learned a lot from her. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah he did, he totally ripped her off. Like <laughs> he totally did. Who, yeah, he totally imitated. Again, her. man stealing a woman's work. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, yeah. He gets and he was credited in like here. She's yeah. the true, the true genius behind it all. Yeah. She really gave us Fire Festival. She she's yeah. the one. She should get credit. For and it. you know what? She gave Martin Shkreli the idea to bump up the price of yeah, the yeah, she's a, yeah. She's an evil genius. Yeah. 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 She she's behind us all. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so she gets um they they lock up all her belongings at the Howard. And then <laughs> that's what she she's pissed. This is right after Omaha. It's right after like um, because they still don't have the credit card on file. So they're like, oh, hey, we're okay. still going to lock up your hotel room. Yeah, like, they just changed the password. Yeah. They changed the key. So she can't go in and she can't get her clothes or anything <laughs> until she pays. And they just are like, we're just going to leave it here. And she's uh, like, okay. Yeah, I like the move is like, I'm not paying it back. I'm just going to go to Morocco for eight yeah, days. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll warm over. And yeah. Not only that, <laughs> but forget. She, not only that, but when she comes back and she's all mad over it, she tells them that she's going to do something that that Martin dude taught her to do and this buy domain names 
uh, in the executives' names. So uh, it would be like like AriRosen.com and make her pay or make them pay her to buy them back. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, she doesn't actually do it. There's no evidence of her actually doing it, but that's what she like says. That's her. And threat. I like to I like to imagine it's in like the middle of the lobby. <laughs> yeah. Like of the hotel, I will like, own yelling. your name. Dot com. <laughs> I just love that she because it's kind of like it's it's a it's an interesting way to get revenge, but it's also kind of a complicated way to get revenge. So I just love the idea of her shouting, going, and then I'm gonna go on uh, GoDaddy.com and I'm gonna buy your screen name and I'm gonna type in Ari Rosen.com and then you're gonna have to pay me. It's like this whole thing, and the domain won't expire for five years. <laughs> people are checking in and like hi two bedroom like, <laughs> like, and then also i'm gonna get a dot biz and a dot gov <laughs> it's like, my friend develops websites yeah. and he's just gonna bring you down so, do we have to pay overnight for parking is it and can we do in and out and then they have so much spyware <laughs> yeah. you're gonna regret this <laughs> yeah. oh there's a lot going on at the howard <laughs> who's this lady <laughs> and then he's just like okay <laughs> thank you for telling me uh, i think i'm gonna go buy that right now so she yeah. makes this threat and then she leaves to morocco <laughs> <laughs> that's badass <laughs> <laughs> She oh, that's stays funny. at a uh, a resort a resort called La Mamonia, uh, which is in Marrakesh. So they're hanging out in Marrakesh, according to her Instagram, and then the personal trainer trainer actually comes back two days later because uh, she got food poisoning. So she was like, "I'm out." Oh, that sucks. She, yeah, so she she comes back two days. Oh, early. I didn't know that. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck for her. It's like like a huge blessing in disguise. This personal trainer is really smart whoever she is because she got her name taken out of all the articles oh. can't fucking find who she is <laughs> it's also her life coach it's her personal trainer slash <laughs> life coach who charges four thousand five hundred dollars for a package session Holy which fuck. the concierge once saw her pay for in cash that's uh, great yeah and then crazy. also didn't didn't she like jump in on a training session or something She's yeah, like, yeah she come in and training. i'll pay for you that's when she <laughs> saw yeah that's when she saw her pay for 16 classes and put down $4,500. Jesus Christ. And then she had another friend who was a personal trainer, right? Or is it the same person? It's probably the same person. Okay. I thought this is... Okay. Because there's the Vanity Fair photo editor, who is also a very powerful person. So um, she gets back, um, and then a week later, she gets a call from Anna, who was... Descri- uh, she described her. She was like, alone at the Four Seasons in Casablanca and hysterical. she told the personal trainer that there was a problem with her bank and that all her credit cards were being declined by the hotel and the hotel basically got on the phone with the personal trainer and told her that if she couldn't pay her bill she was gonna be arrested holy shit Um, (laughs) so the personal so anna convinces the personal trainer to put her credit card down oh my god and uh so it gets declined too, <laughs> which is interesting. And then the personal trainer calls a friend. It doesn't say which friend. She says she calls a friend and asks them to put their credit card down for like the for for the hotel bill. And the hotel, and and then they do it. 
What the fuck? They do. Oh it. my god, that's which crazy. is a little bit of a conflicting information because later on they say that the Vanity Fair editor put the charges on her card, which ended up being sixty-two thousand dollars. Holy shit! In charges. Yeah, that's what I. And then it was like her business card, credit card, it was and her, bus- her yeah her private credit card or whatever. No yeah. wonder the magazine business is going under. Right, like taking crazy trips to Morocco with grifters. But see, that was the thing that that. <laughs> that that what i thought was crazy was that this this editor from vanity fair was like oh and then she would make excuses about things like the she couldn't pay for the hotel or she would do this and i would go okay i'll pay for it but you have to pay me back and it's like at a certain point you just have to be like stop going like she took him on <laughs> tour like stop going with the whims of this woman if you're paying for it yeah i think yeah. she did it to different people like she kind of rotated who she did it to <laughs> And that's how she got away with it for like a little... Because she doesn't get away with... She, overall, she gets away with it for a little while. But she starts off small with like... You see her doing it to like... At like small stays in hotels and like, you know, to people in Berlin and all that stuff. Then she ramps it up. Yeah. And it must be that she pays him back. Because I have a feeling like if you're if you're like, can you do this and I'll pay you back? And you do it and she pays you back. Then the next time she asks you for something bigger, you're like, okay, well then you pay me back yeah, the last yeah. time. She yeah, does, but she pays so. back in cash. That's an, And nobody complains about it. Nobody, because it's cash. I mean, it's, it's better ca- than, yeah. yeah it's pa- so she does do that once in a while, but not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or she does that really annoying thing that I hate when people owe you money where they're like, they invite you out to dinner or they're like, let's meet up. And then they buy drinks and they're like, well, I'll pay for it. But you count it towards the money I owe you. <laughs> oh, I and hate I'm like, that. no, yeah, that's <laughs> like, not how it works. No, but just pay me the money you owe me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're having fun now too. And like it's counting towards our debt. Like, yeah. That, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I see why you invited me out here. <laughs> going. So she went to her personal trainer and asked her to pay. And then she's going to this, uh, editor to pay and she does that and relationship does. between her and the personal trainer is really close because i don't feel like even if i had a personal trainer like they'd bail me out what's well, like, also her life coach oh so. uh, yeah 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 so, <laughs> so, yeah, so you kind of i guess you could blame like you told me to make better decisions and this is what i did yeah and the right. trainer like she pays her trainer right so she knows yeah or yeah. according to her it's like she does have money i don't understand what's going on plus because Anna's cards and the trainer's cards and the friend's cards or just hers and the friend's cards finally got declined. The hotel was like, oh, maybe it's on our end because like why would both of these get declined, right? Yeah. yeah. So that she was even more inclined to be like, damn that. our AOL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the, new, uh, the, the trainer uh, offers to buy her a ticket back to New York. And one little note that it says that Anna asked for first class. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well. I mean, yeah. it's a long yeah. no, not, Like, if you're going to be so bold and call your life coach and be like, hey, I'm in a jam. Can you fly me back from Morocco? Like, yeah, exactly. But please make it first class. So yeah. Anna comes back and she... Hits the Howard again, and she pulls up in the Tesla. Says she's there for her stuff, and she's moving out, and she's gonna go <laughs> live at the Beekman Hotel, which I think is five hundred dollars a night on average. Fine. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the same time, Mark Kremers, who was the dude that helped her brand her whole so Soho House ADF thing, um, 
keeps bugging her about his feet because now it's been like a year over a year <laughs> and she hasn't paid him the 17,000 euros <laughs> or the pounds <laughs> 17,000 pounds that <laughs> she owes him damn dude like how are you not gonna catch it on that way faster <laughs> i know <laughs> seriously how do you live your life it's insane it's like well, i'm waiting for the right moment okay no not now he was too no. busy making art and setting up curating the whole exhibit like, he's such <laughs> yeah. a fool he's, what a fool he's got so <laughs> much going fool. on yeah. <laughs> He's especially worried because Peter W. Henneke's emails are now bouncing back. Oh, no. Oh, the AOL <laughs> you address. Kaniki Henneke at AOL.com <laughs> is not coming back. <laughs> I tried to AIM him, aim him and he didn't yeah. answer. And a reply saying, Peter passed away last month. Please refrain from oh. contacting or mentioning any communication with him going forward. What? <laughs> he died, a- but don't ever bring up that he lived. No, or that he owed you money. That is a weird business move <laughs> to do if he runs a bu- runs a family office. Hey, uh, so I have to talk about a matter that Peter. Uh, you know what? Peter died, so we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna forget all of the business dealings <laughs> yeah. that Peter made. Yeah, they don't count anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. So she moves to the Beekman, but twenty days into her stay at the Beekman, they realize they also don't have a working credit card on file. <laughs> twenty days and 20 haven't. Days. Yep. But- and they haven't received the eleven thousand dollar eleven thousand dollar bill that wire transfer that she had promised. <laughs> she had a promise. I think you're right when you say that like it's probably the people who work at the bottom that are helping her because it's like I'm sure that like somebody at the top like that was a, that would be around the time that they would start noticing. Yeah, you know? like a middle manager is going to be like, true. I could get promoted off catching. Yeah, like, like in 20 days, they probably were like not caring about because they're probably like, oh, we're the Beekman. Like people pay their bills. Yeah. And then like 20 days in, they're like, hey, is that Anna? I'm seeing that she's tallying up. And they're <laughs> like, oh, uh, well, she told us there was like a wire transfer coming. It's she like, said she was good for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they tipped me 300 bucks. So I, I believe her. Yeah. So the Beekman also locked Anna out of her room and confiscated her belongings. <laughs> a subsequent two-day stay at the W Hotel downtown ended in the same way. And by July 5th, Anna was effectively homeless. I feel like she's Jeez. jumped out of a lot of fire escapes and just tossed all her suitcases down. Like, just <laughs> yeah, jumped just down ran. into a tra- yeah, like down into a convertible, waiting down an alley. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it has like a sunroom. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right her Tesla. Yeah, I imagine that she's hired somebody to help her jump out of a fire escape. Oh yeah, like yeah. she probably asked one of the bus boys to like yeah. go down, and then she takes the elevator down and walks out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he jumps her, down. Her uh, wearing a wig of hers. Like, yeah. Park Coring down the building (laughs) with all her shit. (laughs) So around this time, um, she calls her trainer in the middle of the night. And she says, I'm right near your building. Do you think we could talk? And the trainer's on a date. So she's like, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm about to get laid yeah i would feel bad like like the dude would must have felt like so weird like i'm getting ditched because she's saying her friend needs to talk to her in the middle yeah of, yeah like, exactly got, like i would feel terrible like. I would the, trainer, feel- <laughs> the trainer says that the the date hid in the bathroom while anna came up and she made a bed for her and like 
calmed her down from crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, that's so weird. <laughs> and like, that, why didn't you just leave, dude? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> this is date number three. This is the weirdest shit ever. Like, and that date was Tay Dix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just I would I would be funny if you're like watching the news and you're like. I got cock blocked by that bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but she's also, she also scammed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, I had a sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were, like, making out. and she's then She's a like, personal trainer. Then yeah. I, like, then I had to, like, go in the bathroom, and then I took a poop in the bathroom because they were taking so long. And then she's like, did you take a poop in my bathroom? And I was like, yeah, because you were taking a long time, and we went to a Spanish restaurant and then had tapas afterwards. You don't have tapas after a Spanish restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I thought we'd be wrapped yeah. up way earlier. I thought it was, yeah. I, I come really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I was going to be pooping in my own apartment. Yeah, like, I had 30 more minutes. That's all I had yeah. left. And, like, now I'm here two hours. And yeah. This is way longer than I expected. <laughs> I'm sure it went something exactly like exactly that. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> that's that's like I think one of my bumble dates. Go, go that's how it went. <laughs> <laughs> so one another little like and a little tidbit is that the trainer says that while she was in the apartment she asked for Pellegrino. <laughs> and the only oh Pellegrino gosh. was the one on the table that was like next to two wine glasses. Oh. And so she just starts chugging it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That, that sucks. She was gonna have a nice romantic evening. She was gonna bring the dude home. Or she had him home. She had he, him home. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, like, that she is totally funny. fucked that up for her. She was, oh. she was pissed. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> I, I, did she call her life coach and talk to her that night? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, you yeah, have probably. to. Right? She had, well, she texted Rachel Williams, the uh, editor of Vanity Fair. <laughs> um, let's see. Sorry, one sec. I'm skipping ahead because I already said that. <laughs> so she texts Rachel so Williams about it and they're probably just gossiping about it. And then Rachel tells her that it's been a month since the $62,000 like Holy Marrakesh shit. debacle. Oh, and that, that Anna, she had, Rachel tells her that she hadn't been paid back. Yeah. Rachel tells oh. the trainer she hadn't been paid back and that, that Anna had only sent $5,000 so far. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's not even a, that does that cover the first class flight that she had a personal <laughs> then, trainer what i would love is then and then the personal trainer's like yeah and she drank my last pellegrino yeah <laughs> i mean it's insulting that shitty, yeah that was like post-sex pellegrino too that yeah. wasn't even gonna be like she was saving that yeah that sucks you want that bubbly yeah <laughs> right afterwards and you're like oh this is gonna be great we're now gonna cuddle girl crying in her apartment about yeah. how she can't pay to go to her back to her hotel like Oh, what a terrible evening. What would what what would that would that be like a a like a deal breaker for you? If you were like on a date and it was like you guys were about to have sex, you she broke out the post the pre the after sex Pellegrino and was like, Why don't we take this to the bedroom? And then her friend comes in <laughs> and then and, her phone starts ringing. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, Could you hide in the bathroom for like a couple <laughs> Honestly, like it would if I didn't hear the story that she told. Like that story <laughs> might just be enough where I'd be like, "That's fucking cool." Like, so if you just heard like crying and stuff, you would be like, "I think I'm gonna go." Yeah, I'd yeah, be like, "I'm gonna go." You have to go. You have to give them. T- yeah, I'd be alone. like, "I'm gonna like just jump out of this window down the fire escape myself <laughs> and leave them alone." I'll call. I'll call you next week. You call me next week if you yeah. get, if you got time. 
But like, yeah, if I started hearing that story, I would just be, I'd probably just go out in the living room and be like, sit, sit down and be like, I, I want to hear this. <laughs> Hi, I was in the bathroom yeah, previously. You, like, I was going to sleep with your, with the person. You're yeah. Gonna, we, we were going to share this intimate knowledge anyway. Yeah. Like, in a way, but I might. To well be care. fair, I did not poop. Yeah. And it's just the bathroom smelled like that when I walked in. Yeah. It's her bathroom is gross. <laughs> you know that you're a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying about my bathroom? No. <laughs> no, Maria's bathroom is clean. Like. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's very clean. It also has a lot of very uh, motivational post-it notes that I like. So. <laughs> yeah, you do leave very motivated. You're like, I got to do something with my life. After. Yeah. Well, I mean, you spend so much time in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I <like it. laughs> no, I like it. I'm not, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I like it. No, but I would definitely, it would maybe be... If I didn't hear the story, it would be a deal breaker. But hearing the story, I'd be like, oh, we could go out again. I, I want to hear that what happened after. Right. Yeah. So what else did Anna do? So she basically she like gives her a motivational speech the next morning, the personal trainer, <laughs> and then just kind of like shoes her out. She lets her borrow a dress and like shoes her away. All right. And then Anna calls. She's like, I forgot my laptop. Oh, my God. And she's like, no. And she leaves the laptop at the front desk. <laughs> and Anna comes to get it but then she gets uh the trainer gets a call from her doorman saying that Anna wants to come up and she's like no and so she's like just tell me when she leaves and she doesn't leave all day holy fuck she stays in the she front stays lobby for like 12 hours in the lobby they had wi-fi though so. oh yeah probably exactly. <laughs> he's like he he tells her she won't leave he she's texting on her phone <laughs> oh my god uh that's so weird that wasn't 12 hours i'm sorry it was that she it was after midnight that she left so i don't know what time she got there but but still any amount of time any amount of time yeah especially after you're like no don't come over like i left the laptop downstairs for you all you have to do is grab it and leave yeah yeah send an invitation you already cock blocked me yeah (laughs) seriously and you drink my pellegrino yeah yeah so sometime after that, the Beekman and the W filed charges against Anna for theft of services. <laughs> Finally, wow! Yeah. <laughs> and she starts appearing in the headlight uh, in the headlines. Uh, wannabe socialite busted for skipping out on pricey hotel bills. That's a one. That's a headline from the I post. I saw that, and then I love how she gets upset and she's like, "I'm not a wannabe." Like that's <laughs> the thing that she gets upset about. Yeah. <laughs> All the, the charges are alleged, but yeah. I'm a for real socialite. Yeah. She, so and she also tried to leave the restaurant Le Parker without paying, <laughs> and that's uh, that's when she gets arrested she by police. And dashed. <laughs> she dined and dashed. She gets arrested by police, <laughs> um, and she gets charged with some misdemeanor charges. And she hires a lawyer named Todd Spodek, a criminal lawyer, to defend her. Oh, this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he also had her sign a lien on all of her assets because he's used to grifters and, <laughs> you know, like fucking. Yeah, he's a scum. Yeah, he's a scum. He's yeah. a scummy lawyer. Yeah. yeah. He was like. He's she, Sal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> She's like, I, I swear to God, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you. Now, yeah. just make sure I get my money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, Spode claims that once she was done with her meeting with him, that she said, I kind of need a place to stay. <laughs> and he really, and he said no, obviously, because he has a <laughs> wife. That's what he claims. <laughs> I feel oh. like no, I haven't seen a picture of him, but I like to imagine that he's like 
like a Jason Alexander type, and he just said this to like yeah. <laughs> to make he himself seem like, more badass. Like she <laughs> asked to stay with me. <laughs> he kind of looks like a Jason Alexander, and if Jason Alexander and Tony Hale had a baby, did you look at him <laughs> up? Yeah, that's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Tony Hale's like more taller and like yeah, he's, taller. he's got more of like a jutty out he's like his face like juts out a little bit more <laughs> whereas like jason alexander is more squatty and he kind of like so yeah it's, so you're, you're talking about a medium instead of a short or tall it's like a tallish medium it's a tall small person this is so vague i gotta say though like i do admire i her. suck at giving police descriptions <laughs> yeah i like never never witness a yeah. crime like uh like they kind of look like jason alexander yeah they had a shadow <laughs> um you know but I, I i do admire how she asked like she's so willing to just ask for favors like oh yeah it's so easy for her that's all her life is yeah like i like crazy it's hard like i i'm so like weird about like asking for a favor but she's just like hey like i just met you can it crash at your place like yeah i I need a place i think that's also what helps though is because she's so like she's so like upfront. yeah yeah it like disarms you yeah yeah, it disarms you because normally i feel like people are like have a hard time asking for favors. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's it's hard. To, like, I can't do it. And, like, I, yeah. she's just killing it. Oh, my aunt. My aunt's the worst. My aunt would rather, like, she, for, like, the longest time, refused to get, she has bad knees. And she needed to get a chair that lifts her up. And she refused to get it. So she would just lay in bed all day. And finally, <laughs> I went and I got the chair. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And I was like, you mean to tell me <laughs> that instead of saying, hey, Lori, could you get this chair? You would just be like, I'm just gonna lay in bed for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm just gonna die here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. That's yeah. like the grandparents lived an okay life. Yeah. I'll just make friends with the bed source. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just turn me over once. It's just is like, oh my God. And that's like I feel like that's like a that's a, a extreme example, but that's like a people have like a mentality of like, no, I don't wanna put everything. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, I don't care. Yeah, the guy that you're dating is in the bathroom, I'm still gonna drink his Pellegrino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Hey, we're going on. We're at two hours. So we're on, we okay. Should, we should probably okay. Like, so I'm gonna breeze through more. See, of this I told stuff. you she's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, cool. w- it was me. It's <laughs> almost ten. No, no, no. I'm done. No, but I, I was pointing out that like <laughs> we called it. <laughs> so after all that happens, Anna gets in touch with her trainer again. <laughs> <laughs> tenacity so the trainer invites her out to a restaurant but oh she does God. it as an intervention so her and rachel williams the lady <laughs> that is owed sixty two thousand dollars, meet up with anna at the restaurant and they try to basically get answers out of her and confront her about <sighs> what she's doing you cock blocked me and yeah you owe her sixty thousand. yeah where's my pellegrino <laughs> where's my sixty two thousand dollars also where's my pellegrino yeah. and so <laughs> Sorry, <it's> so stupid. <laughs> they're out of it at the restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, god yeah. damn it sorry oh, sorry it's on the way i'm wire transferring a pellegrino <laughs> to you i just i just love i just think it's hilarious because it's like it's one of those things where it's like you think that it's going to be a good idea to intervention but in retrospect it's like no she's like She's just like a pathological liar. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all she does. She doesn't get she doesn't give them any answers. Yeah. <laughs> and she just says like, I'm gonna have enough money to pay everybody back. 
I just oh like, my god! Like once I get the lease signed, <laughs> and so I they describe it in the article is that that's when they confront her about it, and they're like, Anna. The building has been rented, and they like <laughs> they, they, they hold up her, her like the trainer holds up her phone and shows her a headline that says "Fotografiska signs a lease for entire forty five thousand square foot building at Abby Rosen's build." Uh, oh, Abby that's Rosen. awesome! <laughs> <laughs> that's that reminds me. One time, I went. Me and this girl were gonna move into an apartment. And it was like the top level where they, they took a house and they made it into a two, uh, two apartments. And the guy kept saying, when I get the, when I get the deposit, I'm going to build up the kitchen. And it was like not finished at all to the point where we get out of the apartment. And I was like, we're never, if we, if we move into this place, we're never going to see that deposit. <laughs> he's using that deposit to finish this. Yeah, apartment. He's going to build it. Like he's like, uh, I need that money right now. Yeah. No, he was definitely saying like, cause it was like no kitchen, no carpet. He's like, yeah, with the deposit and the deposit was like maybe $1,200. So I was like, what kind of kitchen are you expecting? Yeah. <laughs> and carpet you're expecting to put in for $1,200. Here's a microwave and like a old, like throw carpet. We found. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Found it at we got a Ross dress for less, <laughs> but it was one in Paris. So this is like, so is she in the in the process of going to court and stuff, or is this yeah. before that? Yeah, she's in the process of it now, and she's, she's everything's falling apart around her. Okay, because the hotel charges are being brought up. She's already committed that fraud with the bank, so they're kind of hot on her tail about oh, it. Oh, that's too. right. Okay. Um. So they wrap up their little intervention, and still the trainer <laughs> agrees to put her up at a hotel. For Dear the night. God, what is wrong with this? With these people? Yeah, they they just love to be victimized oh over and God. over. Like <laughs> they're suckers. And I bet she like they. She was like, you know, I need a I need a suite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> penthouse would be nice. Yeah, King Ben. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's fucking funny. <laughs> so she stays there for one night she stays at the bowery hotel another two nights with the same story she promises him a wire transfer that doesn't come oh my god mm-hmm. always with the wire transfer. i'm surprised they yeah. don't have like her picture up somewhere yeah like or you would think like no we're gonna go down to the bank right now and see that yeah. wire transfer come in like, yeah at a certain point but they're like okay i, I think yeah. she's good for it definitely all right well, the way she does it in this case is she, she gives them um a receipt like a forged receipt for a wire wire transfer from a dutch bank so she's like the receipt i have the receipt then it happened like i don't know where it's probably in limbo it's lost in the internet it's lost, yeah, uh, it's lost, it's, the, yeah. Wi- the wires got crossed yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, went down the wrong tube or did something. you guys see ralph breaks the internet that was actually like what happened ralph <laughs> broke the internet and then my wire transfer got destroyed yeah <laughs> it's based on a true story <laughs> it's, based on a, it's a documentary yeah. about wire transfers <laughs> so they start identifying that um the receipt is fraudulent that it's forged <laughs> and she they started identifying that all her like because that's what she does is she'll just send screenshots no. <laughs> of like fake bank accounts and like receipts that look forged that are totally photoshopped to like, <laughs> to like be like no it's on its way see and, <laughs> and it's got like the wrong font yeah it's got like five different fonts it says it's comic a, sans yeah yeah <laughs> wing dings is at the mm. bottom that's my signature <laughs> So in the summer, when her misdemeanor charges are still pending, Anna deposits two bad checks into an account at Signature Bank, which it nets her $8,200. 
So the way that works is that she'll deposit a large check and it'll clear for, it'll like be in that limbo of like authorizing. And she takes so a little. The... She'll take what she can from it. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Yeah, the max it, cash value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very and smart. She uses that money to come to California where she is arrested outside of Passages Malibu, the, reha- <laughs> the rehab center. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> what was her addiction, did she say? <laughs> I think, I don't think she had any addiction. I think that um, she was just going to stay there a while. Okay. Because that's another way to scam is you could just be like um, insurance scam your way into like a, a rehab. And that's oh. the best rehab. That's the nicest. It's like a resort. Those, yeah. those yeah, rehabs. I, I'm going to take a vacation there. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, good for her. For yeah. like beautiful. Figuring that out. And Passages is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like I see those commercials mm-hmm. that they fucking air. I've been in one of those nice ones. Not for personal reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did cocaine at Passages. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. You'd probably meet some good people They have there. some sweet parties there. <laughs> a lot of eye contact. <laughs> So she gets arrested there. Um, She's sent back to New York to face her six counts of grand larceny and attempted grand larceny in addition to theft of services. Um, And that's when she ends up at Rikers. Oh, she's on Rikers? She's over at Rikers. She awaits trial there because they won't give her bail. They will not give her... Well, now she's charged, but prior to her trial, they wouldn't give her bail and she would like talk shit and she would be like, why won't they give me a bail? Because they know I can pay it. Because they know. Because they know. <laughs> that money's going to hit that That's, wire. Yeah. Money's going to come in. They're going to look real dumb. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they wouldn't, post her ba- they wouldn't give her bail. So she couldn't post bail. Um, she was tried throughout 2018, 2017 and through 2018 and convicted in April of all her accounts. And now she's facing 12 years. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? She says that she's not sorry when she's interviewed. <laughs> she's like, I, she she sticks to her story. She's like, I'm not sorry. Everything that I did was for the Anna Delphi Foundation. Like, I really believe in this thing. <laughs> and I was just going to pay everybody back. And her lawyer used that as part of her defense as saying um, she had to fake it till she made it. Yeah. Yeah, her lawyer used that as well. <laughs> she, goes, she literally goes, I regret the way I went about certain things. But, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Specifically, all. she says sorry to Rachel Williams, the $62,000. <laughs> oh, that's funny. My bad. But what I love, the one of the favorite things about the trial was that she had a stylist was helping her with her outfits. There's a whole <laughs> Instagram called uh, Anna Delvey Court Looks. Court Looks. So she like was setting Her like she's looks. making a really stylish like, yeah. uh, what the hell a defendant to the point where she one time delayed court for two hours because she didn't like the outfit that was picked out. For oh, her. that's fucking she badass! She looks fabulous. Yeah, like, that's cool. She looks great. She's throwing some- she's throwing it back to the nineties in all her outfits. A plunging I love it. neckline. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> Real brave. Uh huh. Uh, but then there are some that she uh, she's wearing like sweatpants and stuff. Was that later on during her sentencing? Or no, what? Those, you're talking about the black pants with the with the sweater. Uh, I maybe because there's like a shot of her on that Instagram where she's wearing like black pants. It looks a little dumpier, but like I think she just saw Takashi's court appearance because like he was showing up to court around the same time and showing up some weird stuff so maybe she got like caught wind of it and's like i she have got to yeah that. it's crazy yeah. like it's, 
Because he was on Rikers too, so maybe they talk. Like. Yeah. I'm really hoping that she told the stylist, like, I'll wire, I'll wire transfer the money to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I want to hear. It's coming. Yeah, I want to. It's from commissary. Yeah, I, I want a. So, yeah. <laughs> or maybe she just pays it off in, like, prison portraits and stuff. Maybe she starts curating, like, a, a prison, like, fucking art show. That'd yeah. be fucking cool. Riker Soho. Right now, takes to jail well. <laughs> yeah, like I she's bet in, she's in there, and she's quoted as saying that she sees it as so as a sociological experiment, <laughs> yes. and that she she kind of likes it. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does. And I'm she's sure. even quoted as saying, "This one girl, she's been stealing other people's identities. I didn't realize it was so easy." Oh, oh she's learning. God. She's going to crime school. She's, she's going, going to crime school, school. Oh, dude. dude. It's great. Oh, dude, she's, she's gonna come out and like yeah. just fucking plunder more and like hell yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She's, I guarantee you, she's probably going to, in it like, she's in there four to 12 years. But then there's also a thing where they said that she might be deported. She might be deported because she yeah, overstayed her visa. Overstayed her visa. Oh, no. And, you know, committed all these crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I think once you commit crimes, you can, if, doesn't matter if you overstayed your visa or not, you get deported. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but I honestly feel like if she gets released, you know, where, however long, when she gets out, she's going to immediately go back to what she knows. Yeah. But yeah. then it's going to get like worse. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see that she's killed somebody. Yeah, she's going to become a super criminal. Figure. I don't know. I think there's like a lot of con artists who like don't kill people because like she's a con artist, right? So when yeah. she gets out, she'll just take a new identity. But she's also a kind of a sociopath, I feel like. And I don't think she truly she like... Even re- well, I mean, she's she shows narcissistic. No she's not... Well... I don't know. You guys are making her sound like a bad guy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. Yeah, no, we got to do keep it in context that she did only steal from rich people. She only no, stole from like, rich people. She, only she did... could still kill a rich person. I don't know if she would. Maybe, maybe. But I don't. I feel like that's her goal is to get money. So she like, could kill Martin Screlly and redeem herself. Oh so yeah. So like that could happen. There's no Wouldn't money be... in that. I don't think. No. No, no, but she'd get a lot of fame, <laughs> and then maybe. But that's the thing is that now she has a lot of fame. If she were to keep <laughs> yeah. her identity when she got out, yeah, now she Sha- wants the money. Shonda Rhimes and Lena Dunham are both writing shows about her. Oh, she, Netflix, a, she has a book yeah. deal. Netflix bought the rights to her story. Holy shit! So and she has money yeah, out there, possibly yeah. HBO. And she has a book deal. And she she said that she wants Jennifer Lawrence and Margot Robbie to be in a movie or TV show about her. And both of them have said, yeah, we would do it. Yeah. Which I feel like is like, if a criminal says they want you to play them, I would be like, no. No, yeah. no, no. This, she's a fucking badass. <laughs> she's a fucking badass. She got away with all this shit. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even get through half of like the time, like the in comparison, tiny expenses like that she got away yeah. with, with so many people. Like she scammed people all over the world. That sounds awesome. The thing that like I think is so crazy, and this is why I think she's a sociopath, is like like I I feel like when I was in when I was in heavy debt, like I was stressed out all the time. (laughs) Cause I was like I was like stealing from Peter to pay Paul. You know, I was like taking out money, I was like paying off something and letting one thing default so I could pay this off and then pay that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like it was like constantly like a jigsaw thing. And then yet she's like doing that, but with like on a higher scale. And she, you just see her like Party. swimming in a, you know, in Morocco, just having a no care in the world. And it's like, how are you not just like every minute going, what am I going to do next? <laughs> like, yeah, that. Yeah. Like I freak out when like I'm like 
how am I going to pay my credit card bill this month? And yeah. And just like, I'm just going to fucking steal from somebody else and tell them the wires in the mail. And it's, yeah. It's coming in. It, it's crazy. It's, it's I think it's part of narcissism. It's just that delusion of grandeur that everything will be okay. Yeah, that's true. Everything will be okay for you. And then everything does for a while. Everything. I mean, if you if you tell a lie and then somebody believes it and you go, all right, well, I'm just going to keep telling that lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. just flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She was she Icarus. Did. She was Icarus. Yeah. She was like, I can get $50 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if she doesn't do the whole Morocco trip, like she probably could have scammed at least another few. Couple oh, if she had just stuck with her original plan, which is like going on vacations with rich guys. Yeah. She probably still would be out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't get why she stayed at hotels mostly. Like, I feel like you could probably scam something else way easier. It's probably a status thing. It's probably it like, the, totally, yeah. Cause she like, you know, she, she had that thing where she caught, she was like, she constantly was traveling. It's like when I travel, I only stay in the best hotels. And, right. You know? Yeah. So yeah, she didn't want to stay like in a dumpy, like apartment, like the Bronx or something. But also like, I think hotel, you know, apartments like, you're locked in hotels at least have some kind of like yeah you know yeah. and you have places to be seen there's a, yeah there's cool bars down there you're more like in the area where everything cool is yeah like, i'm sure like yeah like I, that there was a reason and then uh apartments too i'm sure in new york you have to run credit checks and stuff oh uh, like yeah 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 you can't just show up and be like here's some cash yeah <laughs> it can't be yeah, like bank true. loans where you well you could like with apartments yeah you can show up with cash that's true. That's how a lot of the well, the those like princes do it. Yeah. Where they just buy like giant buildings and they're just like, here's four million dollars. She needed a better yeah. life coach to like help her commit crime. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the big crime is like her life coach really sucked. Yeah, she's an, an, <laughs> she's yeah. an she was terrible. That's just, she was the thief. <laughs> yeah. Forty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. She did. Look, look what her product was. Yeah. I, I think that's why she didn't want her name in because she was a terrible life coach. She was just an enabler. Like at least if you're gonna like support her crimes, like give her better advice. Just yeah. tell her how to break these laws yeah. and like fucking get yeah. away with it. Like a lawyer, like a dirty lawyer. That's, yeah. That's exactly. what she needed, I think. All in all she owed um Around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to like various people and businesses. That's the amount she was sued for, though. Like, yeah, it's estimated that her actual like dues to everybody is way more. Hell yeah! Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! So that's pretty cool. Duh. Well, that's Anna Sorokin slash Delvey. <laughs> Anna Delvey, the modern Robin Hood. She she really is a true hero though, and I I do hope Margot Robbie. I clap or, for her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't clap for her but i got a girl <laughs> bitch yes i do Quinn. i do Quinn, Quinn. find her very funny uh <laughs> i definitely will not be going on any vacations with her because i feel like i would end up paying for things <laughs> now i'm gonna live in fear of going on a date where i'm gonna be in a bathroom and their friends is gonna come and cry and i'm gonna hear about their like massive extortion scam do men have that problem where it's like their friends just call them up in tears I feel like I get that. I've had friends. Oh. I know I've done it. I've done I think it to you. It depends you. on the friendship. But I've I have I've seen men. But we do, do comedy. Way. There's way more cries for help in comedy than I think in any other field. Well, so. that's good. But yes, yeah, so I think that's why. Like, but I've had I had recently I had a friend call me up and she was in a bathtub and she was crying, 
and I was like, why do I need to know that you were in a bathtub? <laughs> like, like, it's just <laughs> the whole thing. the drama. Yeah, and she's like, I'm crying in a bathtub. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, it's like one of those things you're like, yes, okay, I'm prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've prepared for this. But in the back of my mind, my notebook. Yeah. All right, I got I got notes. <laughs> in the back of my mind, I was like, does my brother have to deal with this? Like, does he ever have friends from law school go like, hey, man, I'm in a sauna and I'm freaking out. <laughs> so... All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. Do you both. have anything you want to plug? We're not a hundred percent sure necessarily when this is going to come out. So if you want to give us like things that you're doing from now until 2020, we'd yeah. appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maria and I actually have put together a musical. Like she directed it and helped me write it. And it's called Bitty Bitty Bang Bang. And it's the true story of how Jennifer Lopez became famous, which is by killing Selena so she could start in her I've biopic. I've heard that. Yes. Yeah, it's we're going to be putting it it's up very again true. in the next few months, so look out for that and we could talk about Anna Delphi if you if you come see the show. Yeah. I I'm excited about. It. I didn't get to see it the first time around, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, time. definitely yeah. come see it and we'll we'll talk up the we'll, we'll rehash this whole episode again. It's going to yeah. be great. We're extending it. It's going to be Yay. at least 90 minutes now. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, um, I know that sounds <laughs> that doesn't sound exciting, but we'll have an intermission. We're not going to be rude. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate when there's like a ninety minute show <laughs> or a two hour show. I think I think movies nowadays should have fucking intermissions. Yeah, they do yeah, too. They definitely need fucking them. Avengers needed two intermissions. Yeah. Fuck oh yeah, my it's god. It's crazy. Like it's like yeah, I can't sit in one no. place for two and a half no, 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 hours. No, no. That's like, mainly I'm, why like, I don't go see movies anymore because yeah. I know I'm gonna have to pee through it. I and have I'm to like, pee. I'm high all the time. Like yeah. Well, I think that's your that's a you problem. <laughs> no, that's a them problem. Oh okay. How else do they want me to buy their snacks? Yeah. That's true. That's true. How is there anywhere we can uh, see you on the social media? Yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jerry is meh J E R R Y I S M E H. And okay, that, like, I like that. Uh, you could f- keep up with all the shitty stuff I do there. So come check awesome. out my shows and stuff. Awesome. And then you can follow us on at uh, Bloody Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Specifically you, Jerry. Yes. Yeah, she's, no, looking, please, she's looking right at you. I'll, please, I'll please look at it. I'm waiting for right you to now. pull out your phone. I'll do it right All right. Now. I'll do it right <laughs> now. Don't think I'm not going to wait.